beautiful. Like music. It's good to it's good to be here, folks. And let me tell you, I do want to give you a quick shout out for your edit in of the mind blowing um, bit from the last episode. Where I was oh like, yeah, do yeah, you have the emoji for mind blowing, and you're like, Whoa. it's weird. It's a <laughs> one yeah, of the funniest uh, yeah. funniest parts for sure. I well, I've never really liked that show that that's from. It's Tim and Eric's awesome show, Good Job, because it's it's that kind of awkward comedy where. You know, it's like the uncomfortableness that some people find funny. I just can't bear it. Like, it just it, it eats away inside me. Um, it's so like I don't The like... Office. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it The is, Office, too. Like I, the office. That being said, I did try and watch The Office when... I don't know if it's still on Canadian Netflix, but I tried to watch it when it was, when it was on there. And, uh, yeah, man, I got like three seasons, four seasons, and it just still wasn't doing it for me. Fair. People are like, you know, oh, you know, this first season, you just got to skip that. So I did. I skipped it. I And I just went straight to season two. And then season, yeah, I got to about partway through season four. And I was like, ugh. You gave it a good effort, though. Much. It's too much. Yeah. And, and like, I feel weird because it's like this international phenomenon. And I just don't, True. I just don't get it. Or maybe it's not international. Maybe it's just, you know, US and Canada. Uh, the UK likes to think that they're like, oh, the office. You mean the US office? Of course, the UK office is better. And then I know all of them deep down inside, like, sometimes the US office is better. Yeah. I mean, there's some good memeable moments, which which is mm-hmm. what our culture has, has devolved, you know, to. devolved into, whether you want to say devolved or evolved. I mean, it is the <laughs> I know pinnacle of culture. Memes are where we've been building to this entire time. <laughs> it's art created by the masses, Look, It's not the ruling class, like a bunch we of rich ass Vinci, white dudes. We had Van Gogh, and now we have memes. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, now we have memes. Yeah, Michelangelo could suck it. You guys, Peyton, the Sistine Chapel. You know, his dad probably worked at the Sistine Chapel. That's how he got that gig. Yeah, that is true. Actually, nepotism and shit. Fucking yeah. getting into Yale. Yeah. Uh, well, besides. Besides that, anything new going on? What's what's happening? How you feel? Wow, you really want to cut this podcast short, don't you? No, nah, that's all right. I just saw the sax <laughs> pants that I, that you're wearing, oh. and I was like, I want to talk about these. Yeah, the the sax. For those of you who don't know, the most comfortable non underwear garments. Uh, this I got from our favorite store, Winners. Oh, that's um, pretty nice. That's good. This pair, they're like long tights, and they have the same ballpark pouch. TM, because they trademarked the ballpark pouch. And it's where your balls and you park them. And uh, no, I, I use them. I cycled back from work. I use them when it's uh, it's cold outside. And it's I like a sweatpant or what? How does that? No, work? no, no. It's like tights. It's like they're tight on my leg. Oh, okay. Yeah. I can see it now. I yeah. can see it better. So like uh, more active wear than than, or maybe yeah. lounge wear. Maybe I guess. No, no, no. no. It's active wear. Like, like active I wouldn't lounge wear. around. So it's, in like, these. it's like moisture wicking and and other <laughs> such things. Yeah, that they that they put on those tags. You ever get a tag from? It's like an outer any outerwear company. Like I got a new jacket from Salomon recently, mm. a winter a new winter jacket, and they're like mostly known for cross country skiing, I guess, and downhill skiing. Downhill skiing, but they yeah. do like they do like casual winter wear. So I was like, oh great, new jacket. This is this thing's got like pockets everywhere. I love that. It's insulated. It's got this hood that you can adjust to your side of your head and all this stuff. And then, like, the tag it comes with has, like, six different, like, folds. It's like a book that you have to read. And it's like, this is what's inside this thing. This fucking, like, space-age technology. Astronauts would shit their pants if they wore this stuff. And you're like, what the f- What's happening? 
Um, Why do but they I've noticed ship that with pants? like Heli Hansen or or mm. uh, yeah, you name it, outerwear companies, man. Outerwear, typical bullshit. No, yeah, yeah like I said, I got these at Winners. I was actually surprised that they had sacks in Winners. I was like, yeah. okay, sick. But then well, I realized they were tight. Good deals there, where it's like they just take the stuff oh, that yeah. they couldn't sell, I guess, and just ship it to them. Oh, I love it. Like, I Winners love, buys I it. I love Winners. Um, winners, Marshalls, whatever. Some stuff is good. Like clothes, you can get good deals. I found out recently, I, I bought some pet supplies there because I got a cat. Obviously, we talk about them all the time. As um, you do. Tim's fat cat. Yeah, I love him. Oh, my gosh. The cat's my life. Sarah keeps asking me, like, <laughs> you know, if there was a fire, who would you say first, me or the cat? And I'm like, ooh, this is going to take some time. Like, I got to think. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I said, Let I, me get I, a list of sure. pros and cons together. No, I said, like, Sarah, you like, okay, fine, priority, whatever. But, like, Bob's, like, a very close second. Well, no, Tim, at that point, uh, you'll, you would do what I saw happen the other day, which was uh, you would activate full dad mode. I don't know where the strength comes from, but dads just have and just it lift both of them. of them. Exactly. I saw a dad pick up his kid who was crying. He picked up the scooter because the kid had fallen off the scooter. So he was holding both the scooter and the kid, and he had the dog Another on job. the leash in the other oh, hand. Wow. And he was like, I'm fucking doing this. Well, I've heard that's true for both like like maternal and paternal instinct when it kicks in. There was a story somewhere in the States. I forget where it was. But there was, um, I guess it was a fire. Like a car was on fire or a car like ended up on somebody. And this police officer, who was a dad, I guess, like sees this happen. And his adrenaline kicked in. And the dude literally lifted this car off lifted a person. A car. I think it was a, I think it was a kid. I've story. And yeah. he lifted a car. And you're like, one guy on his own lifted a car. Like yeah, it was probably a sedan and not like a you know fully loaded Ford F one fifty Raptor like that kind of thing. But <laughs> like so aggressively specific, I love it. <laughs> well, I mean, hey, those fully things are loaded. fully loaded and they're for F-150. men and they're like three tons. <laughs> I don't get those things like those guys who drive those things around because you never see a dude driving around one of those around with like mud all over it no. or like oh, it's no. been, like been off roading. Like they're always city guys. You know, yeah. they 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 live in the suburbs and they work at a company that's like over oh, transportation company. But I work in the back office, and you're like, okay, cool, <laughs> um, sweet dude. Uh, that, that's that's actually that's, here. I have a ruler here. Do you want to measure how big your penis yeah, is? Yeah, I mean, tape measure. I mean, it no, you won't be, be that much. Enough. Never mind. The, the the rulers. The rulers enough. The ruler will be fine. Um, no, but like you always see guys like in these older trucks who actually go mm. off roading. Like you're talking like old Toyotas and stuff that actually are reliable Absolutely. And, Absolutely. and whatever. Yeah, they've, the the Toyotas that they bought in the '80s and it's, it's the same engine, the same yeah. suspension. It's all like yeah, they've maybe put a few long. upgrades on there, and then it's like there's a reason terrorists use them in the desert, man. They're they're very well built. <laughs> they take <laughs> very, very forever well to built. kill. Yeah, forever to kill. Yeah, yeah. That's sweet. Well, I mean. Not as rough an entry to this podcast as it was last time. I'm no, we'll try and ease. We'll try and ease uh, in, I guess, a little bit. What was the tangent we came off? Why did we get to talking about trucks? There, you were going to say something. Well, we were talking about pants oh. and winners and like used stuff, and then dad the mode saving cats. Oh, lifting a car. Yeah, lifting, lifting a car. car. Got to a truck. Um, we'll bring it back to pants because actually, on your recommendation, I purchased a pair of Lululemon men's pants. Like dress. I don't know if they're like dress pants or the ABC what. pants. No, they're the commission, the commission ones because oh. I'm all about chinos or chinos or 
Chinos, whatever you want to call them. <laughs> Chinos. Chinos. Because um, I like those pockets. I don't like the vertical jean type pockets anymore. Of course, if wearing jeans, like that's what you're going to have, right? Because it looks weird if you have regular pockets on a pair of jeans. Yeah. But I like those like side entry pockets because you can just slide your hands in there. I mean, stuff falls out of them all the time, but that's, you know, it's a trade-off. You've lost seven phones and that's cool. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's good thing my phone has a good case on it because it does slip out sometimes. And um, yeah, they're pretty comfy. They're pretty good. That's it? That's about it. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I mean, I had to buy them on their uh, their like clearance section because oh yeah, um, they don't like they're like one hundred forty dollars on their own. I was like, I would they're never so pay expensive. this for a pair of pants. Like, I would honestly set fire to the Lululemon warehouse before I pay one hundred forty dollars for that pair of pants. But uh, no, they're good. They're actually probably now the best pair of pants I own. The problem is because I bought them on clearance, I ha- the only size available for length was thirty four. And I got more of like a 35, 36 inseam. Holy shit. So it like it's a it's like just a tad short. It's just a tad short. And oh. that's the only problem. I was gonna but say they, they, if they fit were, fine. If they were like, a tad I wear long, a, they'll they'll tailor them for you. Oh yeah, yeah. Nah, that's yeah. fine. No, I mean it's it's good the way it is, because I, I usually wear like shoes that sit a bit higher, like I have these Clark like boots, whatever. They're like casual shoe boots, whatever. Yeah, they're still a little bit higher, so the, sh- the pants look normal with them. So that's fine. But yeah, they they're pretty comfy. They're pretty good. Um, the material is very nice and soft. And yeah, I would I would only buy them on their clearance page because it's like fifty percent off. It's pretty killer. Well, I since you mentioned Little Lemon, and I know Katie Hikita listens to this podcast. Katie Hikita, you Does know Katie where we still stand. work with Lululemon. She does. She does. Oh wow! So. Cool. So, Katie, this is your shout-out you've been waiting 88 episodes for. What can you do about this situation? And it's shipped, actually, from down the road, which I, I got the shipping notification like as soon as I ordered it. And it's like, uh, origin, Delta BC. I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I was like, I thought everything comes from Mississauga in Canada. It's like Mississauga, Ontario. Mississauga, yeah, Mississauga, yeah, yeah. Mississauga. Well, uh, yeah, another shout-out to Katie Hikita. That's where she worked. She worked at that uh, Delta Delta plant or Delta warehouse. Or, uh, okay, that makes a lot a of sense now. Yeah. Yeah, I really should pay attention to her more when she tells me stories about work. Oh, boy. Oh, oh now she's coming knows. out on now the in public knows. on the podcast. I'm getting, I'm getting get a message about this. I'm definitely, oh, she, every bully. time... Last episode, she was listening to it, and I got uh, it was in the middle of my night, and I got messages as she was listening. She's like, "Tim didn't validate you there. Oh, looks like you fucked up again." What like, did I not validate? I'm gonna validate the shit out of you right now. It was um oh, it was to do with that the meme the uh, time to do some sketchy shit. Do da do da. I don't know that one. Yeah, but so, I validate it regardless. There it is. See, Katie, he validates it. I knew it. I mean, I in, in the moment, it was fun. It was, it was podcast magic. So, podcast of course, I validate magic. that, too. But is that a meme? It's uh, I I think a TikTok. It right it's, it's a meme, yeah. Oh, TikTok. Yeah, I, um, well, I have had to delete the, the Instagram app, which is how, where I got my TikTok stuff from, because uh-huh. it was destroying my life. So, Oh, good. That's good. So you did it. You, you did deleted Instagram. Well, I still um, occasionally get messages from Sarah or mom, so I'll log in through the browser now to read oh. these messages uh, and see these reels or whatever they send. Um, but that's it's more occasionally now. 
But yeah, that was my source of TikTok memes for a lot because I didn't download TikTok. Um, no, I'm not going to download TikTok either. I, yeah, I'm like, I got enough spyware on my phone. Like Google and Microsoft <laughs> already know everything about me. So let's yeah, keep it to Chinese government to do it as well. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, travel to China, get in prison for five years because I said like, hey, China, stop mistreating people one time on the internet. One time, exactly. Oh, boy. Welcome to the forced labor camp, bitch. Yeah, suck it. Michael, uh, it's like, we're not all named Michael. <laughs> Michael and Sean. Sean and Michael. Oh, is the other guy named Sean? The other? I, I don't There's know. A couple I Canadians who were uh, in prison for yeah, a couple I years. Yeah, you're talking about. I don't remember the other guy. I thought they yeah, were one the guy. Michaels, which I thought was ver- so unfortunate. Cause oh, really? I didn't realize they were There was both two guys, Michael. and they are both named Michael. Oof. Oof. Yeah, because I, uh, I just started listening to the CBC podcast about that. Um, the tra- Well... It's about the arrest of the Huawei CFO. Oh, Meng Wanzhou. Meng Wanzhou. And then I'm assuming there's a trade for the Michaels, apparently. Yeah, they've um, already come back, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know from living in the world. That yes, there of was course. A trade. Uh, I know but, because of the news. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but in this podcast, I've, I've only listened to two episodes. So I don't. I've, it's just talked about the arrest when she arrives in Vancouver the CFO of Huawei, and now well, we're just talking about the uh, yeah. arrests. It was the Americans the who asked the Canadians to arrest her, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. Oh, wow, exactly. okay. Yeah. During the old coup d'etat reason, re- regime, I want to say regime, actually that um, regime kind of fits where Donald Trump did. But, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. There's all the stories coming out now, like there's like a six-hour blackout in their phone records on January 6th, and like Ivanka and What's-His-Face made this many million dollars during their father's administration. I'm like, oh, shit, okay, so like is everything we thought was that? happening yeah. was actually happening. So. Yeah, exactly. Whoops. Whoopsie. Um, but, I mean, call back to our last episode, uh, something that's still... In the news now. I'm just kidding. It's not in the news. The trucker convoy. What a waste of time. Glad oh, yeah. we brought that I, up so again. Well, it's funny. You, I occasionally see people still around here with the Canadian flags bolted on the back of their trucks or whatever. And it's so strange because that one thing, that one event changed that completely. Like you used to occasionally see people with those car flags on their car. Like, oh, this guy's like going out of his way to have a, like a Canadian flag or whatever. Yeah. And now you see him, you're like, oh, like <laughs> you're like one of those people. We're like, my freedoms. And it's like, what freedoms? Like, nothing's changed. Like, you can still do anything you want to. You just got to cooperate with society. Yep. Yep. We live in a society. We live in a society that has no rules. I'm sitting there the other night playing Halo Infinite. um, As you Have you played the campaign? Yeah, I'm about halfway through, I think, or, or like just past halfway through. I haven't played any of the campaign because I was hoping there would be co-op at some point. I could play with some bros, but yeah, the, the the open world doesn't really lend itself to co-op. I, I found. Oh, really? Okay. Maybe just the way it is, because it's not like like all the campaigns before have been linear, so it's easy to drop yeah. in with a friend and just start playing. But like this one, it's like objectives have been completed, like part way and blah blah blah. Um, Got it. So I don't know if you could have like a shared save file and have it work very well. Who knows? But still. Um, but no it's pretty fun like for what it is like it's probably 
it's it's a lot like Far Cry or something like that, a lot of objectives and stuff. But I, it's the Halo gameplay which makes it way more fun than Far Cry, in my opinion. Yeah, 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 yeah. The the they absolutely. I love the multiplayer. Yeah, I love it. It's just it's the it's the same. It's I mean it's same but but much better. And the only thing I'll I'll give it not credit for is it's just stale. There's not like if it's like a lot of maps do, and stuff. There's not a lot of maps. There's no forge. So there's no like community created shit. That's like you're just once you've played the maps, you've played the maps. You're like, all right, and we'll try again. Yeah, I think they just released it a little bit too soon. There's some parts of the campaign too where, like, I've I've encountered a couple bugs. Like one thing, uh, a phantom or whatever those dropships are called. Um, just like. I'd blown it up or I destroyed it and then it fell to the ground, but it didn't explode. It just like lay on the ground and as one whole piece. And I was like shooting it still. And I'm like, and nothing was happening. I was like, okay, that's fine. It's not a big deal. But then also sometimes when you're like close up looking at another character, whether it's one of the Marines that you're fighting with or like the AI comes on the screen, you can see like yeah. little parts of their body twitching. Mm-hmm. And it's like not intentional. It's like just the, the graphical things are just like <laughs> vibrating. <laughs> um, so like there's a few things like that but overall it's pretty pretty darn fun I've really enjoyed it I've been playing it a lot the campaign that is I played a little bit of multiplayer but it's hard to get into the groove when everyone else is already amazing yeah um, that's fair but I've had a few games where I've been like top scorer and stuff it's just like whew. you got those Halo like diehards who these guys have been playing since 2002 or whatever and they're just yep. like, kicking ass they were playing the Master Chief Collection up until the day before yeah Infinite yeah. came out and yeah it's like you know, it plays a little bit different than the older games, so it's like a little bit of a learning curve. But these guys are naturally just good, so it's like, oof. yeah, yeah, uh, fair. But yeah, have no, you watched any of the series? Yeah, no, I'm gonna wait till the whole thing comes out. Um, Same, and then I'm gonna go to the high seas for it because there's no yeah. other way to get it. But well, the uh, in Canada at least, you can use the Xbox Game Pass to get a 30 day free trial for Paramount Plus. Can't do that here. Do they not have a UK version of Paramount Plus? Not yet. That's that's pretty dumb. Not yet. Soon, I'm sure someday soon. I don't know, man. Like I don't see why what's wrong with like things like Paramount just selling their shit to like Netflix or Amazon. Like yep. you're not going to be a big player entering this late in the game. Just Yeah, they, sell they've your got shit their to first, someone else. Exactly. They've gotten their first mover advantage. They've built the platform to do it on. Yeah. Sell create content, don't get me wrong, but then sell it. License sell it to it. people. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. That's what like Seinfeld did with Netflix. Like they sold it to Netflix, and I've been watching that religiously, and it's hilarious. So. Fucking love it! You can turn on any episode and enjoy yeah, yourself. They're so so well contained, and like just watching them again now, like with a I guess a more critical eye, you can see the writing is so consistently good. Um, not just for jokes, just like the story arcs and the way all the characters' stories come together and like weave <laughs> together, and like one thing causes another, which causes this, and you're like. This is like no one writes shows like this anymore. No. Um, yeah, but you're right. Their seasons seasons are contained because they have a running joke through them. Yeah. Episodes are contained because all four characters, like if we go Seinfeld, Kramer, George, Elaine, somehow all four of their fucking problems come together, relate to one another. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing that stands out is Jerry Seinfeld is a horrible actor. Well, I mean, that uh, yeah, that's fair. He's like compared to the because the other three are such heavyweights. So it's like, good, but yeah. they kind of elevate him a little bit. Where it's like it doesn't matter that he's not doesn't the greatest. Matter. It's like they are so good. 
they wipe out anything bad that so he does true. like you can it's see him so cracking true. on some scenes like he's gonna start <laughs> laughing and the others are like they're perfectly serious because they're like super pro actors right and he's like he's like almost breaking on this joke <laughs> he has like, to move away from the camera because yeah like, he has to like start like turning hilarious. away a little bit <laughs> yeah. and you could see like like michael richards like doing his whole thing and he's like yeah get it up <laughs> yeah i'll try it i'll try it i'll try it Oh, yeah. he is physical comedy, Michael Richards. Oh, the number, because we watched, I've, so the parents have been here and we've watched a couple episodes. I've, I've been watching Seinfeld too, like cruising through it. And his physical comedy, I don't know how he's not, like he's broken bones. The amount yeah. of shit he falls over, like just being He's a tall character. guy too. So like he, he's he goes huge. down a long way. He's huge. He falls uh, over every single episode. Yeah. I'm convinced he's he's on the ground at some point during every episode. It's amazing. Or he's sliding across the floor or something like that. Something. He's not standing up straight. Yeah. It's so uh, funny. It's fun. Yeah, I really like the show. I really like the show. But I wanted to bring it back earlier to like when I was talking about the Xbox thing. Because I'm sitting in the apartment here. And I like to slide. We have this armchair that I like to slide up really close to the TV because I don't like to listen to my mom's advice. I like to sit close to the TV. So it like fills my entire vision, and uh, so I'm playing. And then sometimes I will leave the blinds open, but because we're right by the back door of the building, sometimes you'll have people just coming into the building, and like I like I'll glance over for ha- a half second, right when they also glance right through the window right at me, and it happens so often now. And I'm like, I gotta get out of here, man. I'm making way too much unwanted eye contact with people while I'm in my home. <laughs> And it's different than when, like, oh, you're on the ground floor and, like, you're on a street and people are walking by on the sidewalk because they are, like, literally right there. They're, like, two, right. three so meters away. Um, so it just it gives me the heebie-jeebies, I tell you. <laughs> gives me the heebie-jeebies. Uh, that is funny. That is funny. But, yes, anyways. Yes. Anyways. Yes. yes. But, yes. no, how, how have you, uh, how was your march, Tim? What was, uh, anything exciting happen besides Halo Infinite? Uh, that was very exciting. I will say that. Um, no, I mean things been pretty nice here. Like the, I mean the weather's all over the place. Like we had a windstorm the other day or yesterday, I guess. Um, before that, it was like raining, and then it was like sunny, and then now it's sunny again today. But it's probably gonna rain later. Like it's that spring weather. It's just like you have no idea what the fuck is happening. You're getting every kind of weather. Yeah, and that was all. I feel like it was all of March, but. Maybe I'm yeah. misremembering that. But yeah, it's been all over the place. Um, yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to uh, going into places. Like we don't have a mask mandate here anymore, so that's kind of nice. Nice. So we don't have to go, like, if you forget your mask, you don't feel like an asshole when you walk, like, trying to walk into a place and see, do they have masks at the front that I can use? Like, all that kind of stuff. Right. Um, which rarely happened to me, but it did happen a couple times where I was like, oh, fuck, now I can't go in this place because... I just I thought I had one, and then I didn't. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, nothing new, uh, nothing exciting. Uh, you had mom and dad live with you for a bit. Well, me not live with I you, did. but yeah, yeah, they visit. visited here. Yeah, yeah, they were here. Um, yeah, they lived in there. We have a spare bedroom that we try and fill with roommates as much as we can, nice. but it's open at the moment. So that was like, yeah, you can come stay with us. And um, it was good. It was it was it was really nice to have them over here and see. Let them see how we live over here, which is large. Yeah, we live large. You guys are big spenders. Big spender. And uh, no, it was nice to have them over here, cook dinner for them, and and have them like 
Like, I don't drink tea, but Jenna does. And they were like, this is fucking amazing. I love drinking oh, tea with Jenna. Like different so, varieties of tea? No, just one single kind. Just the fact that she drank tea was enough for them. <laughs> oh, wow, really? So, uh, so no, we could, that was really nice to have them have them over. And we, yeah, it's, it's been a busy morning. It was tough because it, well, it wasn't tough. It was just like you you get used to living on your own and not having to be, quote, on the whole time like yeah. engaged the whole time and so when they're here you obviously you don't feel obliged it's nice to sit and chat and have them over and talk about all kinds of things but you go out for dinner and then you come back home and then you're drinking tea and then it's like 10 30 and you're like i'm fucking exhausted yeah man i've been entertaining people entertaining people so it was really nice to have them and they got a chance to see because they haven't had to they haven't we've we've lived in this place where we are now um basically just during the pandemic so dad got to see us at our last place which was with a few other people which is oh like with the shared. toilet that faced the bus stop was yeah that the one? <laughs> that's the one so you're like you're on the second floor and the poor double decker gets a nice view of the double decker if you of know the double decker if you know <laughs> what i mean uh and i ended up putting like privacy screening on the oh, yeah. toilet because i was like this yeah, is yeah. scary i considered um, that briefly with uh yeah with the windows in this place because people walking by all the time but then i was I like do then it. i can't even look out the damn window like yeah you, get you the just do it for half of it i think for some of your your big standing windows you could just do the half that where people can see in i suppose I don't know, or it's like a half you could just do like a line so you didn't have to make that aggressive eye contact when you're two feet away from the TV yeah, screen. Yeah. Well, but now um, I'm considering leaving this place, so I, I'm not going to do that now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, 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 fair enough. Fair Who enough. Knows? Who knows? Maybe, maybe. But yeah, no, it's been a good. It's been a good month. It feels like summer will be as close to normal as it can be. Yeah, which would be really nice. Yeah. Um, which would be really, really nice. So. It's uh, yeah. We haven't obviously haven't had mandates since we talked on the last podcast. Even less mandates now. Actually, they uh, they actually shoot people who wear masks now. It's kind of crazy. Oh wow, that's I mean that's efficient. I suppose <laughs> um, easy to spot. Easy to spot. Take them out. Get them. Get them. Take them. Get them. We're on a few new watch lists by saying that now. Oh, FBI, uh, MI6. They've just added us. MI5. MI5. All of those. All of the sixes and five. All the MIs. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, and, oh, people are pretty chill about it here. I've noticed, like, you know, it is like you now it's a personal choice whether people want to do it. And I do it when I'll go shopping for groceries, for example. Uh, but like yesterday, I went to London Drugs and I didn't do it because I was like, well, it's just going to avoid people. I'm not going to talk to anyone. I'm not going to be breathing on anyone's food. Basically, is what I was thinking. <laughs> um, but yeah, I still know people who are getting positive tests or results or whatever. Yeah. So it's like you know, it's still out there, man. You just got to be got to be cautious. Yeah, it is. It is out there. I mean, I'm not recommending. Uh, yeah, I, 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 the number of people I've heard getting getting it in the last month or so is quite high. But yeah. I haven't heard any like bad cases of it, which is yeah, which no. is which is great. It's I like no one's like, oh, vaccine. my grand ended yeah. up in the hospital and now she's dead. You're like, oh well, fuck, that's oh. terrible. Well, so like you smother her in her hospital bed, or was it COVID? There, <laughs> well, which one was it? Do we need to get the police involved? I mean, should we, we call somebody? Uh, yeah. I just want Counselor, check. first of all. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, no, otherwise, all is, all is well here. I, I mean, I just realized I messaged you, obviously, this this more your morning this afternoon. I was like, we haven't, we haven't had a podcast in almost a month. So, it's, it's, it's been time. a while. It's been a while, it's man. 
yeah. one thing I'd make sure we can't miss, because obviously it was the hot topic for the last week and a bit, was um, black-on-black slap action. Okay. Yes. I want my opinion to be out there as well. Please. You first. I don't care. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's like good for Chris Rock. Dude's ticket sales went up and resale value absolutely Pop exploded. Bam. Yeah. Um, I didn't really think much of Will Smith or Jada Smith or whoever before. Hollywood I mean, not, I, not that I had a low opinion of it. I just didn't think about them that much. Because I'm like, yeah, yeah once in a while, Will Smith will come out with a movie and I'll watch it. I was like, cool. Yeah. Um, I like. Yeah, Hitch. it was... Kind of weird, man. Like he went partying after the Oscars because he won the Oscar. He stayed in there to accept his Oscar, and then people clapped for him. And I was like, "Wow, this, this is, is like some next level denial from these people. Like, what is going on?" <laughs> but then again, I've I've got to like I don't really care. Like I'll go and watch these people in movies, and I'll like I'll enjoy it. And I'm like, "Oh, he was good in this movie." But Beyond that, I think a lot of them are pretty vain. They're pretty selfish. They're pretty self-involved, and really, they just don't care. They don't. Um, I think Ricky yeah. Gervais did a good job. It was a couple of years ago at the Golden Globes. He's like, "Come up here, accept your award, thank your God, and get the fuck off the yeah. stage." Yeah, yeah, that's it. Like, you don't know anything. Any let? What does he say? He's like, "You've spent less time in high school than Greta Thunberg." That's what he says. I think he's like, "You've spent less time in school than Greta Thunberg." So come up here, thank your God, and get the fuck off. That yeah. is exactly these people that we just hold them in high respect because we see their big faces on TV and 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 movies and whatnot, and we're like, oh, yeah. "Yeah." Well, and I think a lot of people are realizing that as well with like the Oscars. Like they keep saying, "Like oh, the viewership's down, the viewership's down." Well, you know why? Because it's a it's an award show hosted by actors where they literally pat themselves on the back. Like the Academy's <laughs> made up of actors and filmmakers or whatever yeah yeah yeah. and i was like so it's like literally just them like come watch us congratulate ourselves and you're like oh okay (laughs) sure (laughs) i mean i guess at least in the past like they did musical numbers and like it was like a show like an entertainment thing like there's people singing and dancing i was like cool it's like free entertainment now it's just like this guy cried a lot in this movie so we're gonna give him a little statue (laughs) so you know it's so true. This guy cried really good. I really mean, good. it was real crying. Like, good for him. He's able to do that. But, okay. Like, okay. Yeah, so true. That's, that's fine. Like, <laughs> come to our Hollywood circle jerk. Yeah. Where yeah. everybody here is jerking the jerk, jerk. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's what it is. So, I guess, yeah. I guess I do have an opinion on it. Fuck. <laughs> Suffice to say, it was about time somebody slapped somebody for yeah, something that's they true. said. Yeah, just like. But also, I mean, because I've I didn't watch it live, um, but watching it back, it looks like it was staged. It like looks kind of. like, like kind of he like drops all the that camera joke. angles are perfect and like per- everything set up well for he him. He sees to walk him coming, smack him. Yeah, yeah. He's exactly. laughing right up until he slaps him in the face, <laughs> and I was like, yeah. "What is going on?" But yeah, I did it. I did learn a lot of stuff after the fact about like. And there was like a Facebook f- video special or something about Will Smith and Jada Smith and like their marriage or whatever. Like they sat down in a room and talked about their marriage and like how she cheated oh on him. Um, what? If you watch this, it's unreal. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's so fucking weird because like she cheated on Will Smith. I think this is fact now because she pretty much like almost admits to it in this thing. 
I've heard that she's admitted to cheating. I didn't realize with, she put it on a video. What's weird, yeah, what's weird too is that it's like her son's friend who she cheated with. So oh, this guy's God. like 23, 24 years old or whatever. Um, and like he would come to their house with Jaden Smith um, and like, and like I guess confided in her with his penis or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how confiding works. So they had this thing, like and then like this video that they put on Facebook, it was like a, I don't know if it was like a documentary or special, an interview. I don't know what the fuck it was. It was like Oprah and Lance Armstrong kind of situation where they're both yeah, in yeah, armchairs yeah. in a room and they're talking to each other. And Will Smith on one side, she's on the other. And she's like explaining it like it's like some kind of, she, it was like part of like a spiritual journey for her. Like she's like, I, that's what I needed to realize like a lot of things about myself. And like, so she's like justifying cheating on him. He's like, we're just sitting there like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. And there's like this look on his face, like the dude's just dying inside. Um, yeah, could there's see a funny his soul edited version that I watched. Yeah, there's a funny edited version I watched where someone puts subtitles, basically what Will is thinking after everything she says, and it's pretty fucking funny. <laughs> um, I'll see if I can find it, but yeah, I learned all that stuff which I didn't know before, and I was like, man, maybe it was a good thing I didn't know that stuff before because I feel like I'm worse off now than I was. But before if that if all. that is as funny as as awkward and as funny as I'm imagining it to be, no wonder Chris Rock made fun of that or made fun of them. Made like maybe he because he maybe he shouldn't have made an alopecia joke, alopecia joke. Maybe he should have made like a fidelity joke or something like that. Well, I don't know. It's like something. I like, mean, it makes it's sense. like making a it's like making a fat joke. I think it's like if oh, I'm interested. Yeah, no, this is going to be... I'm going to have to tread lightly here. I'm no, going to tread really don't. Lightly. Don't tread lightly. This is live. Okay, so yeah. we can't edit Well, this. I mean, it's we edited afterwards, edit. so if I do make a mistake, I can just get rid of this. But no, I mean, it's like... It's if the joke, joke was made in good faith or good fun, like the alopecia thing, like, she doesn't look bad. She looks great, you know? Dude, I'd bang Jada. She pulls... She, <laughs> yeah, you and the, uh, her son's friend, apparently. <laughs> apparently. Um, but at 22 years old, that guy's banging fucking pretty much anything. So. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, yeah, she looks fine. Um, I understand it's a condition. Um, however, I think that a joke about it is a good way to normalize it and make it not taboo and make it like alopecia not a negative thing. It's like how when you have someone with a disability, if you constantly like, you know, doting on them, like, oh, you're okay. Like, can I help? Can I do blah, 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 blah. Um, treat them like a person. Like, treat them like, a, like you would treat everyone else. Don't treat the disability don't talk to the disability or the disease or the what it talk to the person i don't know if i'm saying this right but yeah like when you see a person in a wheelchair don't see the wheelchair see the person when you see a person with alopecia don't see the alopecia see the person and i feel like the joke you know it's in good fun if a person gets offended about it yeah of course it's fair to get offended about it not like physical assault offended, like assault and battery offended. Um, this is more difficult than I thought. Maybe it is difficult because what you're what you're talking about is something. It's like the impact versus the intent. The intent is to have a joke about it because I think Chris Rock's joke talks about how she's not going to be in GI Joe or something like that. Right? GI like Jane, a, like a GI Jane sequel or whatever. Exactly. Like you're obviously going to be a person who goes into the military and has their head shaved. Yeah, like I'm looking for it. Like that's the joke. Like you don't need that because you're. That's it's a it's a sidebar. It's it's very it's crafted in a way that it shouldn't be. 
But then if you lean exactly, if the impact is like, wow, this has been a really, the intent wasn't, wasn't bad, right? The intent yeah, yeah. was let's laugh about you being in a movie where everyone shaves their head versus the impact is I can't shave my head. If that is something also a uh, sidebar, Jada Pinkett Smith doesn't need anybody to defend her honor. She is a bad. She could have done it herself. Yeah, she could have done it herself. Exactly. So there's no excuse for Will to just walk up there and say, anyway. Anyways, which I think that the whole slap thing just speaks to bigger issues for him, either personally or for their marriage. I guess. Agreed. Like, that wasn't like him and Chris Rock. It was the dude's obviously going through some shit, and he just went. He's dealing with some that we don't um, know about. That just happened to be. He was already on fire. That just happened to be gasoline that you just topped, that tossed on. It was. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh no, that was Denzel Washington who's man on fire. That yeah, that was a good movie. movie. Sorry, but um, yeah, that, that that's basically what I'm saying. Like, um, yeah. she wouldn't like it wasn't like she was wearing a wig. Like she was trying to hide it. Obviously, Chris probably thought like, oh, she's you know she's accepted it. She's okay with it. She's probably okay to joke about it. Like how's like I knew a guy with a lazy eye once who was very open about joking about his lazy eye. Yep. Like he's like. Oh man, it's great! I got like 360 vision because of my lazy eye. I could see all around me. <laughs> like he'd make jokes like that, and it's like, okay, yeah. there you go. Um, yeah. And he's like, you know, when he'd first meet people, instead of you know making it awkward and not acknowledging it, he's like, yeah, if you're wondering, just look at the lazy one. It's actually easier for me to keep a track of you. <laughs> and I like stuff like that. So it's like, you know, if you normalize it like that, if you're like accepting of that, like we all have flaws. Like, you know, if you just accept those things, it's easy. I don't know. I'm not saying it's easy to deal with a disease or you know a disability because i can't say that about myself but uh, i don't know it's a it's a big problem it's a big issue i should say like this whole thing like how to deal with it agreed yeah i think yeah. you crushed it though you did a very good job of not not getting your sh- not making yourself a fat too joke. much in this shit yeah, yeah not fair. making a what not making a fat joke <laughs> Yeah, that's... well done on the sidestep there. Well done. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I mean it's like, yeah. But don't fat people know they're fat? Yeah, they do. It's, right? I think it's the it's word like fat that gets them. Um, and I, yeah, I, like obviously some people have conditions where they're unable to lose weight and so on and and so forth. Fair, fair. And like I get that. I get that. Um, but the way to like I guess if someone makes a joke about it, like attacking someone back, it just creates. A more negative situation. And I'm not saying I'm the bigger person every time I have a problem with something or someone. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just saying, I like that's what I'd like to be, maybe. And this is actually a therapy podcast for, yeah, th- for me now. <laughs> this is my therapy. Uh, the thing with that is, is that, like with this Will Smith situation, you nailed it on the head. It probably wasn't the only thing that was going on. Just like with the lazy mm. eye example. If you're if you're ninety nine percent okay with yourself, but you have a lazy eye, you have to become okay with the one percent of yourself that isn't cool. Yeah. Right. Versus if you're forty percent okay with yourself and you're dealing with a whole bunch of other shit, and then somebody makes a joke about your lazy eye, obviously that's going to hit a lot harder than if you're ninety nine percent okay with yourself and then somebody makes a joke about your lazy eye. Mm-hmm. You're like, that's the one thing I have to get over. So it's the same with it's the same with being big boned or or a bigger person who or, uh, fat for whatever lack of the word it is. If you're 
99% okay with that. You you know you're comfortable in your skin. You're cool with who you are. And then somebody says something offhand about like, well, you, you could afford to lose a bit of weight. Sure. Everyone else It's going to hurt. Literally, yeah, for sure. They're going to they're gonna shit their pants because they're like, first of all, why did you just make fun of this person who's obviously not okay with their weight? And But if you're 99% okay, you're going to be like, ha ha, yeah. yeah, obviously I could lose a bit of weight. That's great. But if you're not, that's going to hit super hard. Yeah, yeah, and not be okay. So that's yeah. what we all have to be a little bit more conscious about. And I think that's what you were trying to say is is everybody is living their own little microcosm of a world inside their head. And if you are, if you happen to tread at the wrong time, at the wrong point, and that's where I mean, people to not use Fox News's words, cancel culture comes from, is if you hit the wrong point with a wrong celebrity at the wrong time on a wrong subject. That's yeah. when you get this big old backlash, yeah. right? And how you deal with that next is it is extremely sensitive and, and it's a whole, I feel like they should pay PR people more than they do because they deal with all of that. Yeah. Well, and obviously when someone says something like hurtful, like to a, yeah, someone who's overweight and they make an overweight joke or whatever, it's going to hurt. Like that's going to sting. It's a, But it's up to the person also to kind of, I don't think it's yeah solely up to like I'm not saying the person who's saying these things is blameless, but the person no. on the receiving end also you know you can't just go through life not learning how to deal with stuff like that because it's going to happen it's inevitable. Exactly, um, people are going to be cruel. exactly how you um, react. You can I, mean, I can't there's, exactly there's two ways to react. You can say like if that happens to you, you can be like, why the fuck are you making a fat joke? Or you can say something like, "Yeah, just send it right back to them." Like, obviously, there's something you're insecure about if you're attacking my weight. So, like, maybe deal yeah, with your shit that's, first that's before you come after eye. me. Like, or you can um, say something along the lines of, "Do you understand how that would make me feel if I wasn't in a good headspace?" Yeah, and or just like, say like, oh, "That made me feel bad." Why would you say something like that? Why would you? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and that takes a lot someone? of confidence as well. And that's a whole man. We're getting in some deep ass shit this on this some, podcast, but uh, Doctor Tim and Doctor Lucas are in session, folks. Let me tell you. Welcome aboard to the straight uh, white man. men. Straight white men are Therapy good at patting session. ourselves on the back. Let me tell you. <laughs> uh, nah, man. I mean, like, I can't compare that over like this. We're using this overweight example. For, uh, I can't compare it to that per se. But like when I was younger, um, you know, going through puberty, I, I shot up to a very, very big height, like very quickly. And when that happens for tall people, you uh, you're naturally you're very skinny, right? Mm -hmm. you're skinny and it's just like that's just the way it is especially my body type i'm a very lanky dude for a long time i wasn't happy about that i was like man like why can't i just develop like the other guys in my grade or like my friends or like whoever who are like a little more bulky maybe a little bit when they're when they went through puberty they got bigger physically instead of you know taller like i did um so yeah of course i had the advantage of height and like such so on but like you know like little comments like not even from peers but like teachers or or um, I'm not naming names, but yeah, I had some teachers like comment on my stature, uh, like skinny yeah. or like bony or like whatever. And it's like, yeah, it sucks. Um, but over time, yeah, eventually I've like physically filled out a little bit. So I don't look as skinny as I used to, but I had to kind of like lean into the lanky thing. I chose like to, you know, you know, use the word lanky, I guess, instead of skinny or, or cause lanky is kind of a fun word. It's kind of goofy. Um, lanky people do have advantages. I can reach the top shelf at the grocery store. You know when they say like, oh. Every time. Please ask for assistance. No, they should be asking me for help to get up there, baby. 
like that kind of stuff. Is there any top shelf stocking you need done? I'm ready. I'm the boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I actually offered to grab something for someone once, and she's like, no, it's fine. I'm like, I, like you're struggling. Like, I'm watching you have a hard time here. <laughs> and, like, that's why I came up to you. Um, and she rejected it. But that was fine. Um, but, yeah, yeah that was. What you just described there is, is a little bit more of the, the, the discussion around microaggressions as well. The little things that you don't think hurt add up. If everybody's doing one little microaggression, your your peers your friends, your teachers, your parents, everyone starts to hit on you with these these things. They start to build up, right? Then they, yeah, yeah. In, in little junks, they don't make a huge difference. But over time, they they hurt. Dude, if they we stink. weren't if we weren't like labeled as a podcast of just two guys shooting the shit talking about Halo and fucking whatever else, we could start a mental health podcast. There's so many of those now. <laughs> we could make bank. But we won't do that because we're honest dudes and also we don't know how to do that. So <laughs> Uh, but there's I, a lot of I those. drink like, too much to be so giving advice about mental health, so there's no chance. Like I think the most popular podcasts now are ones like around like personal wellness and like faith and like all these other things that are very personal to people, very serious. Obviously, like why the fuck do we do one of those? Wh- podcasts? Yeah, wh- why are we schmucking around over here with these like stupid stories Co- about comedy? Comedy. Is, mm, mm. Everyone's on one of their yeah, when, and then sometimes we get really real, <laughs> like. <laughs> Okay, back to the shit jokes. <laughs> exactly, like we just did for 10 minutes. Yeah. Oh, Disregard my ass is bleeding. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're taking their trucks to Ottawa again. Yeah, I'm flying on my car. Uh, Ford F-150, yeah. Raptor 4x4. <laughs> that's it, fully loaded. Three tons of dead Dude, those things are so ready. expensive. I looked them up once. They're like $100,000. They're insane. Maybe it is just a dick measuring competition in terms of how uh, much money you have. I mean, everyone's obviously, you got your hobbies, you got your interests and stuff, but man, that much money, that's a lot. That's a lot of fucking money. That's a lot. Like, I've been taking flying lessons. You can buy a, you can buy an old plane for like $150,000. A decent old plane. Yeah. Like a 1980s, like, you know, not going to get I mean, anything those things the never 2000s. So that's true. Don't, don't give me 1980s bullshit. But like, yeah, you buy this car, like get into a car crash. Dude, fucking buy a plane, just fly around. How cool is that? <laughs> How cool is that? No car crashes in space. I mean, in the air. Okay, yeah, there are probably crashes in in the air, but still. 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 There was this plane in China that went down like a week, two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, No survivors. Everyone just plummeted to the ground. I I didn't actually find out what happened to it, but that's kind of scary. That's scary. But then again, I will say, don't be scared of flying. It's honestly like, I almost got hit by a car walking home last night. There's, you're like... You're going to get run over by a car a thousand years before you get into a plane crash. Like Death comes for us all. Um, so. Yeah. Like the amount of like sh- like random shitheads who are allowed to drive a car around versus these pilots, pilots who have to go through training. And like the the engineers who design these planes, these guys yeah, are not geniuses. Even just the en- yeah. Not even just the engineers who design them. The maintenance people who work on them who are so held smart. to the highest of standards yeah man the people on in airports who have to take to a, like you can't do you know all that safety procedure shit you never pay attention to that is fundamentally some of this like what keeps it running yeah right that that those yeah. procedures that they've just built that they probably roll their eyes at every single time they take it so fucking seriously the thing about like regular people like us like yeah i mean we got regular people jobs i would say they're regular people jobs yes us regular people just don't realize 
the like the level that the smartest people in society operate on and yet they're so quiet you don't see them you don't hear them they're just out there doing stuff making the world better and yet we just like go on not realizing where they are who they are what they're doing like these people designing these planes or like the people who design our highways or um like the people the best example of that yeah the best example of that these people there's like several startups and i mean several like more than two startups trying to figure out nuclear fusion yeah harnessing the power of the sun yeah in the palm of my hand (laughs) sorry i've been watching a lot of spider-man 2 lately (laughs) (laughs) nice in the palm of my yeah the power of the sun in the palm of my hand yeah um that's it. We are you nailed. It. I think that's. I told you that's I've watched Spider Man two a lot. <laughs> oh, you were talking about the, uh, the 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 smart people thing. Sorry. Yeah, smart people thing. This is now a Spider Man two podcast. Oh God, we change every single we week. We are flip flopping. Flippity floppity. Skippity scappity. Yeah. Well, yeah. Smart people doing stuff like yeah, just tr- man, like being smart. Yeah, it's just. Like the stuff that they figured out that we don't even know exists. Yep. Um, like I learned recently how planes navigated before GPS, and it's just it's yeah. It's Give us the TLDR. So, okay, so there is um, there's a few different ways, but like a, a way that I've been learning about is called variable omnidirectional range. I think it's called. Um, or no. V- VHF. VHF, omnidirectional range. So VHF refers to very high frequency radio. Omnidirectional range is like omnidirectional is all directions, range, range. Distance I mean, and range that's pretty, from that's pretty points in the ground. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so they have these these radio towers scattered around wherever you are, whether it's Canada, the UK, and so on. They still use them. They still use them because they're still very, very effective. And basically you've tuned your your navigation radio on your aircraft, for example, to this frequency that this that belongs to the station. And it's on your charts, your maps. It says what the frequency is, so you just plug it in. And, and then there's these two dials with needles on them, uh, one vertical, one horizontal. And based on where you are facing in, rela- in relation to that radio station or tower, uh, the, nearest it, tower. The, the needles will move based on whether you're moving towards it or away from it. So there's a little thing that says to or from in the thing that flips, basically saying you're flying away from the station or you're flying towards the station. And then the two needles will come together based on um, what your actual vector or direction is, your heading. Uh, And these stations have 360 radials on them for 360 degrees. Your compass has 360 degrees. And, yeah, you can use these radials to basically plot your course, saying, like, oh, fly along 270 or fly along 090. You know, that's east and that's west. and Rather, 270 is west and then east. And, yeah, you can navigate just using radio frequencies from these towers. Like, you don't even need, like, a GPS. You don't need any of that. Of course, you're going to have to, like, know how fast you're flying, how long it takes you to get a certain area. You're going to need landmarks. If you don't have landmarks, you're going to have to do some math. But you can just do. You can literally fly blind using these radio t- towers. Crazy. Um, and a map. You need a map, obviously. But um, ideally, you have maps. <laughs> ideally, you have a map. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like this shit. Like someone figured this out. 
80 years ago or something something Longer. crazy like that and yeah and we still 80 use years it ago it was 1940 like, we were already bombing berlin yeah it's stuff like that there's a lot of stuff from the second world war that like they still use in aviation like squawk codes like squawk codes is like your transponder signal so the air traffic controllers know who you are on the radar screen so they'll assign you a number the number's unique to you in the country you're flying in or even the region you're flying in um and the code squawk is like from an old thing in world war ii like to do with like birds or parrots or something it's it's a really weird story but like yeah like this shit like someone's figured out 80 years ago it's like the bicycle like one dude invented the bicycle in like 1800s and the design's been perfect ever since like it's literally two wheels a gear and some handlebars like that's they it. made it slightly faster. Yeah, they made it but, faster, like adapted it to different purposes. But the concept, like the base concept, is yeah. just so perfect. You're like, holy shit, who came up with this? Well, I mean, we obviously the, uh, know there's some guy who like invented There's the some guy, and I think the the Wright brothers sold bicycles before they decided like, oh, this is basic shit. We're going to try flying. And the, what was I going to say about that? The inch, I read uh, The History of Nearly Everything, I think it's called. It's a book that just goes through, like back in the 1600s and 1700s, it took people a long time to figure shit out. Like mm-hmm. now we get upset when we Google a question, how hot should I make X, Y, Z? And it doesn't come back within 0.3 seconds. That same question could have taken 30 to 100 years to solve back, yeah. not even 300 years ago. Yeah, it would take forever. I mean, now fucking we're just insane, insane what humans have been able to accomplish and understand in the last. And exactly, it's a small percentage of people figuring out nuclear fusion, building and designing bicycles, figuring out how to make planes navigate without using GPS. The one thing, speaking of maps, how the fuck did people map shit without satellites? I know, because I know for a fact. I know I'm for real. a fact because I've seen them here in old ass England. They sell maps that were created in 1917. I was like, yeah. how the actual fuck? Yeah, like cartographers from the 17, 1800s when they're exploring North America for the first time. Yeah, you look at those original maps and they're pretty fucking close. Like, pretty close. You're like, you're like, holy shit! Like they're missing guys. some details. But yeah, maybe like it. this island is a little bit off on this side. Maybe the coast extends a little bit further on one side than it than it really does. But like otherwise, it's pretty. Like you can use it to navigate if you needed to. And yep. It's like fuck, dude. Like what unreal. The hell? These people um, accidentally smart. I think I was going to say, especially genius. around yeah, around this area, because like I've learned a lot about the original explorers from Europe here, like George Vancouver, for example. Like they would sail up the coast and what the west coast of North America, I should say, and they would send little ships into the rivers, um, inland. Right. And like guys on these little ships would be like making rudimentary masts, and they bring them back to the the main ship or ships and like you know put them all together and like connect them all and so it wasn't even just like one guy's like really good at this it's like they've got to work together and like piece it all together and like trying to figure things out um Unreal. Is, yeah a- especially because they haven't been living there like they were in england they were living there for thousands of years i assume beforehand so they had plenty of time to make these maps they can make improvements and update them and whatever but like this is like a first draft and like it's pretty fucking close and you're like holy shit like what the hell it's unreal that is unreal Anyways, the first guy to invent a bicycle or is credited with inventing inventing the hobby or dandy horse, a forerunner of the bicycle, was Baron Carl von Dres, Dres in France in 1870. 1817. 
teen. Teen. Yeah. Wow, a hundred years before the First World War. Yeah, man, and the, like that was like the precursor to the modern bicycle. Uh, Crazy. And it looks pretty, almost identical. There's no pedals. I don't know how you're literally just run on this thing like to push it. That's how you. That's oh, how you get it moving. <laughs> just like those tricycles you see kids on now with the. Yeah, it's basically like a picture of a guy in a top hat and a and a, and a like a long coat like pushing himself along on a bicycle. And then the next like the next upgrade had looked like had a pedal or some kind of pedal system. Crazy. Yeah. Well, anyways, yeah, those smart people they're out there right now. They want typical stuff. smart people. Typical smart people doing shit that we don't even know about. Yeah. Um, and they, and but I think that uh, that's a good place for us to end cuz we're not smart, so we should uh we should stop talking about yeah, smart people. Yeah. That's true. You should stop you. listening to our advice. So like that that whole tangent we went on and like how people's feelings and microaggressions just like wipe that from your brain. Just just listen to other lifestyle podcasts that have somewhat more accreditation yeah. than we do. Yeah. Somewhat. Maybe. Mm. I agree. I agree. Probably full of shit too. But thank you so much for listening to the Wonder Boys yeah. podcast. That was very That's very kind of you to do that because I know we go we go off the rails a lot. Um and by that I mean I go off the rails a lot. And Lucas is no, very we, patient. No, we both do. I'm yeah, no we I, I do actually we enjoy, both go off the rails. enjoy the rails exactly. If we if we started a railway company we'd be doing a lot of spurs. We'd be like we're going Yeah, there. we would fail we're almost immediately. We would <laughs> we would not be a good railway company. Not a great railway, railway company. Speaking of which, no one starts those anymore. Well, cuz the big boys own everything, so yeah, at least here in North America. I mean, you could you could do it, right? You got a couple of billion dollars. Couple, couple billion? Yeah, a couple, few billion plus land that was gifted to them two hundred years ago that no one has ever yeah. been able to purchase since. Yeah. Apparently, like Canadian Pacific, Canadian National actually own a lot of railways in the states as well. Like it's that a Canadian, com- me. Canadian company that's actually like made big inroads in the states, and our banks too apparently do very well. Like. TD and RBC like pretty big they do well because they bought out all the failed banks after 2008 there was a lot of smaller banks that failed oh, that and, why? R- and TD and RBC and all of them went in and mopped up the pieces a bit well one thing but I, I think noticed before too, that even yeah visiting Mexico is there's Scotiabanks everywhere really Scotiabank is pretty big in Mexico along with HSBC which I was like wow okay the weird competition like they have their own like Mexico has their own banking companies but like yeah, Scotia Bank of all banks from Nova Scotia <laughs> is very big in Mexico. Um, I was like, okay, I guess they must have bought out uh, a bank that failed or something. Yeah, maybe, it, maybe. But. but I was like, I actually had a guy once I, when I was leading tours here in Vancouver come on his tour from Mexico with his family, and he's like, I actually work for Scotia Bank. I was like, in Mexico? He's like, yeah. I was like, oh wow, okay, cool. He's like, cool. Yeah, the one Scotia Bank, I get it. And he's like, we 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 were thinking like. A good place to emigrate to would be uh, would be Canada. I was like, absolutely. Plus, you work for a Canadian company, so like, how how great would that be? He's like, yeah, yeah, totally. Um, Chill. Yeah. So yeah, Scotiabank, big in Mexico. Lucas Wouldn't Main, big in Japan. <laughs> both both literally and figuratively. Well, maybe yeah, literally. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually like I'm six foot three. I'm gonna be huge. You're gonna be big in Japan. Yeah. Huge in Japan. Huge in Japan. Oh. All right, well, the girlfriend's home. It's time to wrap this up. Okay, okay. Uh, wrap it up, wrap it up, wrap it up, wrap it up. <laughs> uh, she's probably been out with her other boyfriend. And that's cool, you know? Hey, man. Polygamy's uh, catching on nowadays. 
No, it isn't. No, it isn't catching. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I heard the keys hit the table. I was like, ugh. Okay. <laughs> she can't hear you. It's all good. But thank you so much for joining for the Wonder Boys podcast. That's yeah. been Tim. I've been Lucas. Yeah. We want you to tune in next time. Katie, don't forget to drop your name during this podcast. Bye. Yeah, you're welcome.